In the name of Jesus, amen. Who would like to come up and wash my feet here tonight? April Fools. I don't think we quite understand the whole ramifications of what Jesus has done here tonight. And no, I am not going to have you recreate that, nor am I going to recreate it for you. I know some churches do that, but I can clear a room pretty quickly by taking off my shoes. I don't think we quite understand what Jesus was doing, getting on his knees and washing his disciples' feet. It's not like they're wearing Nikes or Reeboks or Birkenstocks. They have pretty crimey feet. Was it an April Fool's joke gone bad? Some have often said that they didn't understand what was going on, but carefully and lovingly wiping away the dirt and grime of the day is Jesus taking their soles and their toes and gently washing the disciples' feet, each disciple slightly embarrassed, yet marveling. We don't know exactly when he washed Peter's feet, but I'd like to assume it was last. And we all know what Peter says, Lord, you're going to wash my feet? It doesn't seem right. We can go back to John the Baptist who said to Jesus, I'm supposed to baptize you. And Jesus says, in a sense, the same thing that he told John the Baptist. He says it to Peter as well. Let it be done to fulfill all righteousness. If I don't wash you, you have no part of me. Remember that. Peter probably pulled back his feet. No, 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 Jesus, you're never, ever, ever going to wash my feet. And he means it. This is not the Lord's work. That's what Peter thinks, but it is. It's what Jesus has come to do. If I do not have any washing of you, you have no share in me. And Peter relents and then turns things around because he's still not happy with what Jesus wants to do. Well, if you're going to go ahead and wash, then wash all of me. And Jesus will not be ordered around. Remember that as well. Peter, you don't need a bath. You just need to have your feet washed. You need a cleansing. That's the Lord's work. To get on his hands and knees and to serve and cleanse dirty, grimy sinners. His work is to go to the cross to die for dirty, grimy sinners like me and like you. And it's his work to come here tonight to feed dirty, grimy sinners himself with his very body and blood so that we who are sinful and unclean might be clean. So that our worst sins, the absolute caked on dirt and grime of sin, the stench of sin, which is worse than any of us taking off our shoes and socks, every last one of our rotten sins would be cleansed and washed away by Jesus. So on this day, when Jesus knew when his hour of death would come, he does not tell his disciples to comfort him or to praise him for what he's done. He serves his disciples one more time. He washes their feet. This is his meal. This is his night to serve them and to love them to the end. This is, as we just sang, his last will and testament. Think about that for a moment. When you set up your last will and testament for your kids or your grandkids or whoever else, 
You always do so thinking about what it is that you're passing on. And that's exactly what Jesus is doing here tonight. How would you have reacted that night? Perhaps you might have been like Peter. Even more so, we are like Peter. Not wanting Jesus to cleanse us, to cleanse us of our grudges and the pain that hurts us. Not wanting Jesus to know the deepest, darkest depths of our sin so that he can rid you of it. Trying to hold on to our pride, our complaints about life, or how God and life has somehow wronged you. Holding on to what we feel we need and deserve and yet aren't getting in life. Looking at God and saying, it's nice to be washed, but you're going to wash me and cleanse me according to what I want in life. We like to pull back just like Peter. Or maybe we are like Judas, harboring sin and hate in our hearts, all the while willingly putting out our feet and having them washed by Jesus. We've been there too, plotting our revenge, thinking about past sins that we can't let go of, thinking about getting our own way and doubting Jesus' true love and care because it's not working out the way as we want it to. Our hearts need this cleansing as well. Tonight as you look at the Jesus, as you look at as he prepares to go to the cross, look also at his heart, his heart that is pumping blood for you and for me. His only motive is to love you and to serve you and to give you all of himself to forgive you. There is no motive for Jesus other than to cleanse you, to give himself up for you. And how different is that from my heart or maybe even yours? And so he has washed us, not outwardly, but inwardly, just as it happened at your baptism with the washing of water with the word. And today, as we reflected on our sinful hearts, we were taken back to the font in confession and absolution. And you were once again cleansed of all of the dirt and grime that you and I have collected. The sins of thoughts, words, and deeds, the stupid and petty sins that I have committed, the sins that we are too afraid to tell somebody else. All forgiven, all washed, all cleansed for you. But there is even more. This Holy Thursday, Jesus doesn't just wash them, but he also gives them as well his last will and testament. His body and his blood, food for our bodies and our souls, to give you self himself, to give you a share in his life, so that we in turn would not only acknowledge all that he has done for us, but that our cup as it is overflowing would freely love and forgive every last one of those people around you. So that we would not harbor or hold those grudges or animosity, but freely forgive, maybe even freely cleanse others as well. Because Jesus has come to dwell with sinners to serve and to cleanse me and you. That body that hung on the cross, the blood that flowed from his hands, his feet, and his side is in that little bread and cup that you partake of here tonight. By the power of his word, Jesus is here tonight, revealing himself to you by hiding himself 
in the wonderful gift of the Eucharist, which is all about his forgiveness, the love that he has given freely for you so that you may be in turn to maybe strengthen in faith towards him and in fervent love toward one another, not out of compulsion, but because you have been cleansed. You are free because that is who Christ is. He is now in you, and you are now in full and complete communion with him. So this Holy Thursday, look to Jesus, himself stooping down here to serve you, his disciples, here giving himself to you. You are washed, you are cleansed, you are fed, you are forgiven, you live. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.